football playoffs are here. The stakes are higher than ever, and there's no better way to turn playoff football's big game energy into 100 times your money than prize picks. Here's how it works. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their stat projections, and place your entry. It's that easy. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what makes PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Get in the lab and cook up your winning entry. PrizePix even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live, even if one of your players leaves mid-game. Join the PrizePix community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100 when you download the PrizePix app and use code GET100. That's code GET100 on PrizePix for a first deposit match of up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome to Fit Talk. I am your host, Waneka Tessie. Thank you for joining me for another episode of this natural bodybuilding slash fitness podcast that I have created because I wanted a laid back approach to just talking fitness and being honest and transparent about what that looks like for anyone who is on that journey, someone who's been on that journey for years like myself, or you just want to know what's up with my friends or loved ones who are on this journey. Like, how can I help them? How can I be more respectful or more um, cognizant of the things that they go through? That's really why I wanted to create this podcast. Now, remember, this podcast is not in any way intended to treat, diagnose, or tell you about medical solutions, I always advise that you seek a licensed professional to assist with those regards. This podcast is more so to shed light on what you can expect when you are doing natural bodybuilding or you're just doing fitness and you want to have a long-term map roadway of what to expect because fitness is never linear. It is the most non-linear thing you can do in your life. And I hate when people present fitness like it's an easy task or it's such a laborsome situation. It's neither of those things. Fitness is an act that you choose to do very often to maintain some aspect of health. It's not going to extend your years by 20 more. Sadly, we do not know what our lives will entail And what we can be in charge of is living as well as we can while we still have life on this earth. That is my approach to fitness. This week's topic is pertaining to your fitness health in congruent with your mental health. Now, I don't want anyone to get at me or say, hey, I thought this is not not a medical or treatment podcast. It is not. But What I want to clear up is, I often hear people say, well, I don't really focus on my mental health because I go to the gym for that, or I jog to clear up my mind, or I do CrossFit, or I do bodybuilding to kind of fix my mental health or any kind of um, mental or emotional situation I may be going through, people always ascribe to, oh, the gym and fitness does that. And it's, you know, I get it and I respect it. And someone who I have clocked going to the gym since I was a teenager, 
I really highly recommend fitness、um, in terms of regulating, but I do not ascribe it for someone who desperately needs to sit down with someone and talk about wounds that they have yet to explore or resolve. Fitness, unfortunately, cannot fix that for you. Fitness can help you gain endurance or tolerance of certain things, but it will not fix things that you still. Actually, need to talk about it, will not fix things that you need to face. All right, and I'm going to give you an example. And this is why I wanted this episode to be specific to this because、um, I'm going to always release the fitness podcast every week,、um, preferably on Sunday. And this one, I wanted to address it early on because it's going to be something I address throughout the whole podcast life about this whole idea of is fitness going to alleviate all my mental health issues? The answer is going to be absolutely no. You heard it from me. I'm telling you, a licensed professional will also tell you the same thing. It's going to assist and help regulate, but it's not going to fix. Um, I highly recommend the idea of fitness again is a tool for you to keep living this life as best as you can. The same with spirituality and religion. Like, I, I often talk to in my pod, productivity podcast about allowing people to find their spiritual or religious space because it helps to cope with the grievances, is what I'll call it, of this world that we live in. And there are people who have faith that helps them live this life the best that they can. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now, there's absolutely something that I find problematic when it becomes their whole characteristics. And they enforce that on people and they're bleeding in other areas in their life and they want just one thing to fix all of that. And、uh, I'm so sorry. You can, you can Get at me at this. I just don't believe that that is what is going to resolve all the issues. I still think aside from that, you have to seek other alternatives or other guidance to get you to where you need to be to be a fully capable and happy individual as best as you can. That's what I'm saying. So, and you have fitness. Bravo for you. You figured it out that you love it and you're going to try your best to do whatever you can to enjoy the process, right? And then you have a problem that has been ailing you, or maybe a situation that you keep facing. You keep running into this situation, right? And you say to yourself, Well, I've just found this thing called fitness. I'm just going to live it, love it, and transcribe to it for everything that's going on in my life that's problematic. You're going to get burnt out. And that's not what fitness is for. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to do fitness hardcore for maybe two months to a year, if even, and then you're going to fizzle out. I see it in gym goers all year round. Remember, I can only tell you what I've witnessed as someone who has been religiously in the gym since they were a teenager. I'm talking nonstop. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going two months and then you won't see me for two more years. I'm going. No, this is like when I said I love this, I was going to be consistent and take it one step at a time. I have watched people come in and out. And remember, I had friends in the gym that had been in the gym since they were. 
younger than me. Maybe they were born in the 60s and I would get to chat with them and they've been in the gym since then. They just kind of took it as a lifestyle that they'll continuously put effort in. So it wasn't a be all end all for them. It was something that they fit into their schedule and aided them in having a better or more whole life, as you can say. So we've seen some things. We've seen people come in with a whole lot of, (laughs) you name it, they will tell us if you um, take off your headphones, you're going to hear it. And in our heads, the people who always go to gym, we're like, oh, wow, you should definitely talk to someone about that. I don't think the gym is going to resolve that. But they'll tell us, no, this is now my therapy. And I always wince when I hear someone say that because I I don't know that they understand. That's not what fitness is not a punishment for things that we are escaping. Fitness is actually a love language for the life that we're living. Um, The same with anything like hiking or dancing. If it becomes your whole being, I often wonder to people, are you running away from something you should talk about? And I'm going to use my example because I remember in 2016 when uh, my father's mother died. It was such a traumatic event because not in the same way when my mom's mom died because I was closer to my mom's mom. It was a different type of trauma and I didn't really talk about it, but I found myself excessively going to the gym a lot more and you know, I was able to do bodybuilding and I was able to like kind of not say what's really bothering me about that death. And that was actually the wrong way to approach dying. And the reason is as 2016 hit, I had switched fates. I was not in the fate that I was raised in. And I didn't believe death was the same as what I was thought to believe. And so when she passed away, she was the first person really that passed away in that whole environment of me relearning what death meant to me and what that felt like. And so that was the trauma that I had to like basically figure out on my own. And that's what I meant. Instead of trying to figure out how to talk about me, there's no really anyone you talk about these things because if you're leaving a faith where you're shunned for doing so because you want to leave, you have to confront a lot of things on your own. And that's why I'm, I'm purposely making this episode, this podcast episode to tell you that if you're going through a moment in your life that's traumatic, Remember, trauma trauma is defined based on how it affects you. Don't let anyone say, oh, well, your grandma died. That's not as traumatic. Don't let people tell you what trauma is for you. If it affects you to where you are really down and it's affecting parts of your life, I own it and it's okay. And I, I see you. Don't let anyone tell you, oh, you're not suffering much because they've gone through similar thing. That's just crap and whack. But if something is really going on in your life, it's happened and I, I, my prayer is that you have more courage than I did to just say, you know what, I'm going to talk about it with someone that um, is experienced and licensed in helping me deal with this. Um, fitness is to aid you in coping or regulating 
it is not to replace actually having a conversation with someone that can guide you to a to deal with trauma or to or to deal with really tough life events and we need to talk about it and it's okay to talk about it like i for example i love to run or jog long distances you know like i love my 6 mile jog but i don't jog it to run away from anything i'm not jogging because i had a hard day at work i'm not jogging because i i wanted to fix something i i love looking at nature and because I work a lot most weeks I use it as a way to get as much sunlight as I can in the morning um, because I know I'll be working so much by the time I come it's evening and then I've missed the sun especially in the summer it allows me to say okay I've been an hour in the sun I got to enjoy it I don't even jog with headphones or music I just put on my hat my sunscreen and I just jog the neighborhood and I really take in what's going on around me. Um, I get to see the construction worker, how the, how the suburban area that I live is slowly changing. Um, I get to see some of my um, neighbors. Um, I don't know them personally, but you see them often enough. They're playing golf. I wave at them. So things like that, I'm more aware of just taking that morning jog. So when I say I love to jog, it's I'm never it's not to run away from anything. It's just because it's a freeing component of my morning. And sometimes it's a good alternative to drinking coffee, because by the time you're done running um, all those miles, you're you're awake, you're fully awake. Um, So. I, I want to speak highly on this, um, specifically when it comes to your mental health. When you're going through something that is affecting you, please don't use fitness to run from it and don't use fitness to um, hide hide it, right? Especially from yourself, right? Um, it's always, yeah, it's... It, I think anything you hide from yourself specifically is most dangerous and cancerous to your well-being overall um, because you go home with yourself. You're, your, you're the person you spend the most time with and you don't want anything to affect that joy that you have spending with yourself, right? So use fitness for what it is and also use other aids to help you with your mental health. Um, Fitness is not going to cure that. And I don't care how this comes off. I don't care if someone is like, well, you know, it helped me. I'm like, yeah, it helps all of us. You know, if I'm going through stuff, yeah, going to the gym helps. I can listen to my music. But it wasn't, it didn't cure my emotions of that. What it does is it allowed me time to breathe and allows me time to really reflect. But I can tell you, if I'm going through a really hard and difficult traumatic event, going to the gym sucks for me because I can't concentrate. I don't enjoy my workout. I don't love my sets. I feel irritated because for me, when I go to the gym, it's a fun thing for me. I go there to enjoy it. So if you're really being honest with yourself, when there's something traumatic that you have to deal with and actually face and you take that all to the gym, if you're being honest, you do not enjoy the gym. It's not fun 
anything can rub you the wrong way. So anytime I've had very intense situation going on in my life, I stay away from the gym. I feel those feelings. I see how I can resolve it. I face them. I know if it's going to be months of having to deal with certain things. I may do light work at home, uh, maybe a few alternative workouts like hiking, but I stay clear from the gym because I love the gym and I don't want anything to ruin that for me. Um, So yes, like I said, if you are going through something very severe and traumatic, please talk to someone who can assist in that area. If it has to deal with mental health that's severe, talk to a licensed professional. Um, The gym is not going to cut it and neither with fitness. I know it's a hard truth to hear, but I would always tell you the honest and transparent truth. And thank you so much for joining me on this week's podcast episode. And I will see you next week on the podcast. Football playoffs are here. The stakes are higher than ever. And there's no better way to turn playoff football's big game energy into 100 times your money than prize picks. Here's how it works. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their stat projections, and place your entry. It's that easy. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what makes PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Get in the lab and cook up your winning entry. PrizePix even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay live, even if one of your players leaves mid-game. Join the PrizePix community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100 when you download the PrizePix app and use code GET100. That's code GET100 on PrizePix for a first deposit match of up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.